think everybody loves a good comeback story. You know, you think it's over, and then at the last minute something happens, and the outcome ends on this amazing note. And it feels good to think about things like that. But the truth is, you yourself might need a comeback story in your parenting journey. Well, I'm John Fuller, along with Dr. Danny Huerta. He's in charge of our parenting and youth department here at Focus on the Family. And today we're going to speak some hope for you. Uh, as a mom or a dad. Jim Daly and I spoke with Amber Leah and Wendy Speak about transitions that parents go through. And maybe you're facing a situation where you need something to turn around. You need a feel-good comeback story. Um, let's listen in. Amber, you went through a transition period that was tougher than you expected. Uh, what did you come out with with that experience? What was the experience? Well, my family, we ended up moving, my husband and our kids, to a little town about three hours north of Los Angeles, and we thought it was going to be really wonderful that we were going to have all kinds of just um, wonderful experiences in the country. We were going to raise chickens. Was this Modesto? We were going to slow down. It was San Luis Obispo. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. It's very and, pretty there. Yeah, it was very beautiful, but it was slow, and it, it was small town, and it was very different from what I was used to, fourth generations, you know, being ra- born and raised in the big city in L.A., and we loved it there. Our time there was such a huge blessing, but it was also the hardest time of my life in the last 10 years, 12 years, because I had these three precious little boys and I didn't have any of my family or friends around anymore. Oh, and so you were cut off socially. Yeah, I was cut off socially and even just having somebody to help me, you know, to watch a kid for a second while I take another to the doctor or, um, you know, who's sick. There just wasn't that help that was practical around me at that time. So these times of transition, they can be a move, they can be a job change. It could even be your spouse's transition that they're going through, different season of life. It's not even your transition, but that can create, you know, the the stress and the pressure and all of that. And sometimes when we get into those places, it is easy to become triggered toward our children and very easy to get exasperated with them because nothing in your life feels like it used to. And so again, it's these triggers. It's not about fixing our situation or changing that. It's really about drawing us to the Lord. These are opportunities for us to draw near to the Lord and say, okay, I recognize that this is a, a time of transition. Things are really out of control. I don't need to be really out of control. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I can rely on the God who never changes in the midst of all my changing seasons right well, now. And there's two, to me, there's two questions as we wrap up. One is for the mom who feels like maybe she has a 17, 18-year-old senior oh, and yeah. maybe a 15-year-old, 16-year-old sophomore, yes. junior. I mean, they're, they're coming to the end of the nest a time. Season. Yeah. What would you say to her? Because she might say it's too late. I've yeah. blown it. Mm-hmm. I've oh, always yeah. reacted out of my emotions. I haven't, yeah. I didn't know how to yeah. change that behavior. What would you say to that you mom? Know, I, I just received a letter recently from a dad actually, who was feeling that way. Yeah. Um, just really broken over the fact that he felt that he had blown it and there was going to be no opportunity for him to have a relationship with his daughter again. And um, I just let him know that, you know, it is, it is never too late to do the next right thing. You know, we can go and have a conversation mm. with our kids where we just sincerely apologize for the things that we've done that we know we're not right. That's good in your ownership. 20s or 30s. I mean, when the yes. child's in the 20s and 30s, 40s. I mean, anytime. Yes. There's, it's never a bad thing to have a conversation like that where you go humbly to somebody else and you have that conversation. 
I am convinced that when we continue to love somebody unconditionally and when we change, it may take them time to receive that. But I do believe that God will cause a breakthrough in those relationships. And so we need to have hope. And that's what Jesus has done for so many of us, isn't it? So often we, we went in the other direction. We were prodigals. We ran away. And yet what is Jesus do? He stood there and you know, he was our shepherd and he, he left the 99 to go pursue us. And you know the father of the prodigal son is there waiting at the end of the road. Running. So happy to see them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that is Jesus's desire for our relationships. Mm-hmm. So let's be prayerful about that. Yeah. He promises yeah. that, behold, I'm doing a new thing. That's right. So I think so often we feel like we're the, we're the tail end of a, a generational sin when really maybe we could be the head of something new. Oh yeah. So let's let, even even if it means the children are are almost out of the nest or out of the nest. Yeah. God God didn't say too late. I've been he never through. says too he late. He never says too That's late. And I'm point. again going back to the Old Testament and just watching over and over and over again um, how his children Israel uh, sinned against him. And then he's just waiting for them to call out. And he, they call out. And he comes to the rescue. Right. And then there's sin again. And, and they so turn their back we, on them. we don't need to um, shame ourselves that it's too late. He's never been a God of too late. I really love the hope that Wendy and Amber offered uh, in that segment. And Danny, some people are hearing this, but they doubt. They're not sure that God can really turn their circumstances around. I had a relative who was like, yeah, I'm just too far gone, or this is just too hard. Um, go ahead and build on what Wendy and Amber shared. Offer some hope. Yeah, hope is something that we can lose pretty quickly, and it's pretty devastating to how motivated we are to participate in what God's doing. Hope is key. If we can, hope means we can see that God is real and that God is, it cares about what, what's going on and that God is present with the situation. If we lose hope, we've, we've lost our sight. And so essentially, if you can put glasses on or something to be a, uh, a symbol to you that I'm going to really look for where God's at in this, I'm going to search for that because it's normal for us as humans to lose hope. So don't feel guilt around that. Begin to look for that. And I remember a family coming in, and actually this happens a lot in counseling. A family comes in and says, you know, I've kind of We've lost hope in our son or our daughter, and especially if they're in, in drugs, uh, addictions, any type of addictions, because you feel like there's no control. There's no end to that tunnel. And uh, what you want to be reminded of is that God is a powerful God, and he's constantly pursuing our children more so than we are. Hmm. And if we're reassured by that, look for those places where you see God pursuing your child, and now it's about your child softening their heart towards that. Now, if your family's falling apart, look for the areas that you have influence over and control over and pray. Uh, just really get on your knees and, and, and know that God is, is wanting something amazing for your family. And so when this family uh, came to, to the, the counseling office and said, hey, we've lost hope in our son. He's uh, in addictions uh, we talked about what it is that, that they can control, and that was their response, their love, their boundaries, and, and recognizing that they had taught everything they could about what it meant to trust in God. And their son, a few years down the road, when he had reached bottom and was desperate, came back and said, I, I really 
I think I need God in my mm. life. I've been running too long. That's what we long to hear when we're in those dark places as parents. Know that kids, young adults, end up getting there as life gets more and more complicated. And uh, so grab on to hope. You can look for that day to day, even if it's a glimmer of hope. Uh, and as you read God's Word, there's a lot of hope given mm-hmm. through His Word. There is, and that makes me think of one of my favorite passages of Scripture. Uh, Luke chapter 15, Jesus told the parable of—I I, I call it the parable of the forgiving father. Mm-hmm. It was the prodigal son. Yeah. But that dad in that picture, I just picture what that could have been like as Jesus mm-hmm. was telling the story. And that dad just kept looking, looking for that son mm-hmm. to return. So don't give up. Grab on to the principles Jesus was talking about there, that our Heavenly Father loves that child more than you can possibly know. He is with you, waiting for that return. He's got hope. He is hope. And um, if you need to talk through some of that with anybody, uh, please, uh, it'd be a privilege for us to, uh, to chat with you, to hear your heart, to talk through the circumstances, and to uh, offer what hope we can. A free phone consultation with one of our counselors is available when you call 800-the-letter-A in the word family, 800-A-FAMILY. And uh, certainly the book that Amber and Wendy have written is just tremendous in terms of day-to-day management of who you are as a mom or a dad, triggers, exchanging parents' angry reactions for gentle biblical responses, That book has lots of great ideas and examples that uh, Amber and Wendy have gathered from their own experiences. We'll send that to you when you make a generous donation of any amount today to support the ministry of Focus on the Family. Uh, Donate as you can, get that book, connect with the counselor. All the details are in the episode notes. Next time, we'll talk about helping your kids deal with their feelings and providing a safe space in your home. Josh and Christy Straub join us. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and this has been the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast.